I want to leave a legacy for my son and my family. This is my story. This is my project. Welcome all back to the Laura Strongmom podcast. I am so excited for this episode as I am with all episodes. I believe I say that at the start of every episode, but it really means so much to have this wonderful opportunity to share my story in the hopes to plant that small seed of positivity and hope in your life. And there is some, I want to say right now, there is some yard work going around my area where I live. So I do apologize if some of that noise does get on here and it's caught, but I really wanted to get this episode recorded. And so I wanted to sit down and get it done. And without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. And so the topic is forgiveness. And I'm a little nervous as I sit here right now recording it because it is a very sensitive topic. It's very personal for me. And it's personal for a lot of us, I know, because it is something that requires a lot of surrendering, a lot of grace. And especially when it comes to self-forgiveness, when we are forgiving ourselves, and I'll get into that topic a little further down in the episode today, but that one is definitely a struggle as with just forgiveness and forgiving other people in general, forgiving myself. That is something that I struggle with a lot. And as I shared this past summer, I have a newfound found relationship with God once again, and I'm just so happy to be on this path. And I do like to start with God's word. Every episode, I try to start every episode with God's word. And the one I picked today fits perfectly for this episode. And it is John 836 from the King James Version. And it is, so if the sun sets you free, you will be free indeed. This really hit home a lot for me because forgiveness for me in my journey, it's been, it's been difficult. And it wasn't until this Christmas that, or Christmas season, I should say holiday season, where I really reaped the benefits of the hard work I started to do in the summertime. In the summertime, when I started my walk with God again and working a lot on my self-awareness and self-acknowledgement, getting to know myself a little better, dedicating that time. And I've learned that this is really difficult for me to do, forgiving. And I had my dark chapters where I lived in resentment. And I want to bring up resentment because I something I've learned in my journey is when we don't choose forgiveness, then it leaves the door open for resentment to harbor, which to me, when I think of resentment, and I absolutely love using metaphors, Metaphors for me really help hit the concept hard and it really provides a good visual. And I know I've mentioned this before in other episodes, but I am an English language learner. I learned English in kindergarten. And one thing for me that helped me learn the language is just 
that visualization and those gestures and having that visible support. And so when I want to talk about resentment today, I like to imagine heavy chains. You just carrying these heavy, heavy chains of pain, of sorrow that are felt with resentment. And I'm not saying that pain and sorrow should not be felt. Those feelings should absolutely be felt. But for me, the detrimental aspect was how long I chose to carry those feelings of pain, of sorrow, and dwell on them to where they became a heavy burden. And I was choosing to hold on to them because I was not choosing forgiveness. I thought, and the irony of this is that in my experience, I thought if I choose forgiveness, then I am going to absolutely betray my own pain, sorrow, suffering. I'm going to give that person, those people, a free pass and say, it's okay. And then I'm going to relinquish my power to them. And I don't want to be powerless. For me, feeling powerless, I'm not safe. My sense of safety goes as well. And so for a really long time, I carried these thoughts to where I associated forgiveness with betrayal of my own self because I am relinquishing my power. But what I have learned is that's not true. It's not true because when I chose to surrender and to forgive, I immediately felt those heavy chains of pain and sorrow and resentment just go. I felt the weight surrender, the surrendered weight, the weight just left me and I felt free. It was this amazing sense of freedom. And the moment I really felt that, and I know I shared this picture on my Instagram is when I went to San Francisco and did a photo shoot at the San Francisco bridge, which my friend Wilmer did an absolute amazing job. God bless you, Wilmer. You did amazing. It was one shot where I was sitting down and I felt the wind, wind on my face. And I was looking at the ocean and how beautiful it was. And in that moment, I felt a sense of surrender and a sense of peace. And I said, you know what, Laura, you need to forgive because of this sense of freedom. And that's something I really like to channel when I meditate, because that is something I do every morning as well. I do meditation and I like to channel that moment I had in San Francisco as my anchor and a grounding point, not just during my meditation, but throughout the day when I'm having moments where I'm feeling anxious or I'm uncomfortable, I like to channel myself to that moment and it helps me really calm down and relax. And so I call it irony because it's really ironic. We think If we forgive somebody, we are going to relinquish our power. We're going to give away our power, but it's actually the opposite. You keep and you hold your power because you are surrendering to what no longer serves you. And in return, you have peace. And so it's actually a sign of growth. It's a sign of freedom 
because you're choosing to put it down, to put it down for good and to move on. And so you have that freedom from dwelling in the past and holding on, holding on to all of those feelings and the resentment. And those are not good things to feel. And I can tell you from firsthand experience that it did not work out well for me holding on to that resentment. And I wanted to share a little bit more on my testimony as far as the resentment, because for me in my journey, it became a sense of motivation. And what do I mean by that? What do I mean by the resentment becoming fuel as motivation? I would set my goals. Yes, I had my personal goals in my career in fitness in everything in life in my personal growth. And yes, I was doing it for me, but part of me was also, I used that resentment that let me show them, let me prove them wrong, which it worked. It worked for some time, but then I found myself spiraling into this really dark place of resentment, of anger. It was not good. It was not a good place because it was just fueling those cycles, those cycles of anger, those cycles of resentment that are not good because I was dwelling on that pain and that hurt and that sorrow and not forgiving. And so then one question that I asked myself and I get chills even sitting here to this day because it was such a defining moment. And I wanted to impart this question to you. If you find yourself in a similar situation to where you can't forgive right now and there's feelings of resentment and I'm not ashamed of it. I'm not ashamed to admit here and to tell you all that I lived in resentment and that it's a part of my journey. And I validated that feeling, but I also recognized it as a feeling that's not welcome for a long time, that I'm going to feel the feeling, but I'm not going to allow resentment to be in my home, which I call my, you know, my spiritual growth, my personal growth, my home, my heart. I'm not going to let it remain there. And so the question that I asked was, who are you really living for, Laura? Are you living for them or are you living for you? Is this your life or is this their life that you're trying to live? And that, those questions, that dialogue absolutely stopped me in my tracks. And I said, wait a minute, who am I really doing this for? Am I doing this for me? Am I doing this entirely for myself or am I doing this for them also? Am I, let me show you, let me prove to you. Is it my life at that point then? Is this Laura's life? Or is this, let me just prove all these people wrong that hurt me in the past. And it was not a good way. It was not a good perspective to have. And yes, it helped me accomplish some goals here and there. But at the end of the day, I was feeling those feelings of resentment, of anger, and they were not helpful for my own peace. Because ultimately, and in my heart, I feel now, right now, this second, that you're tuning in and you're listening because you also want peace, just as I want peace. And that is the ultimate, for me, the ultimate goal 
the ultimate outcome is what's going to help me today? What actions are going to be conducive towards having inner peace, spiritual peace, and living a life fulfilled, a life of freedom? What actions can I take today? And so that question, even to this day, I use it. It keeps me grounded. It keeps me anchored. It keeps me focused on myself. And it's okay to have those feelings. And I forgive myself. Okay, Laura, you know, you're feeling a little bit angry or you're feeling a little bit irritated because some opinions were said that bothered you and you want to prove them wrong. And it's a human emotion. And those are motivations that are normal to have. But then at the end of the day, is that my source? Am I going to go? Is that my going to be my ultimate go-to all the time? Is that going to be conducive toward my peace? And the answer for myself is no, it's not. And so I'm becoming better. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and tell you, oh, I don't feel like that anymore. I still feel like that. But the difference is that I catch myself faster. I acknowledge it. I catch it quicker. And I'm able to check myself. No, Laura, we're not going there again. And so it's a continuous work. It's definitely something that's lifelong. And so the next topic that I wanted to talk about in forgiveness is for me in part of recognizing that forgiveness is not a relinquishment of power that I'm still could feel empowered, even though I forgive someone, even though I choose forgiveness, that I'm still empowered. Because when I forgive someone, for example, when you forgive somebody, it's not like in my, in my, I will share my experience, or I will share the things I've learned. For me in my life, it's not a revolving door. For example, If I choose forgiveness for a deep wound in order for my peace to move on, to learn my lesson, is that I don't consider it a revolving door for it. Welcome. You can keep doing it over and over because I forgive you. It doesn't mean that I'm going to allow it to continue to happen. When I forgive, I establish a boundary. And I think that's a really good piece of advice that I wanted to impart to you today as well, is that when we forgive somebody it's really important to also have that boundary established as far as this is what I will tolerate. This is what I will not tolerate. So yes, I have chose to forgive you, but I'm not going to tolerate this to continue over and over and over and the boundary to be disrespected because in working on ourselves, we find we value ourselves We know we're worthy of amazing things. And so we're discerning with things that do not align with that. And I know I have mentioned this before. It's not that we're expecting perfection. It's that we are aware of things we tolerate and things we will not tolerate. And if we have to have those difficult conversations to establish those boundaries, then we will because we value ourselves. And it's hard. It's difficult. I've had those conversations. And let me tell you, it's been really hard. It's hard because you do not want to hurt someone else. We don't do these things from a malicious standpoint to hurt somebody, but we also want to protect ourselves as well. So it's really hard conversations. Or 
I've been on the other side where those conversations have been had with me, where boundaries have been established with me. And I've had to really not take it personally and take it as that is their boundaries. That's where they, they will accept that they will not accept this and I have to respect it. And so it's a really challenging and difficult conversation to have, but it is important. And so just because we forgive doesn't mean that we're going to allow it to happen over and over again. So we're setting that boundary. The next step is we're also seeking the lesson. So instead of that was huge for me. So it was just this past summer that I really, really started applying this next phase or step in forgiveness is that I tried as I know sometimes it was really hard to see the positive, but I always seek the lesson. What can I learn from here? What can I learn about myself? What else have I learned about myself and my self-awareness journey and acknowledging things? Where do I stand in that? What are things I appreciate? What are things I don't appreciate? What else can I learn about myself? And what's really cool about this is that it doesn't end. It's ongoing. And it's more of a positive way of seeing it without giving up your power. You're still empowering yourself. But instead of always seeking the negative or the victim card, this always happens to me all the time. Why does this happen? It's everyone else's fault. And it's that's not how it works. We can't always blame our surroundings and blame everyone else. And it's not, I do understand there are situations when really difficult things happen and I'm, it's really terrible to where they're beyond our control. But one thing I found in my journey is that the blame game was not conducive toward my growth, blaming everything everybody else and not taking any responsibility for anything, not taking responsibility for my healing to choose forgiveness in order for my own growth was not the way. And so that's where I started to apply the lesson. What lesson did I learn from here? Okay, what will I do next time? How, what choices am I going to make in order to avoid the situation? Or what steps can I take so that I can have stronger boundaries? Or what changes do I need to make within myself to seek a more peaceful life? And so that all of that leads to growth. And so growth cannot happen without forgiveness because if you choose resentment then you're stuck and as i said i stayed stuck for a really really long time i stayed super stuck to where i was in denial about it and i found that resentment was easier it was an easier choice than forgiveness because with forgiveness there's that there's those feelings that I mentioned before to where it's this false narrative that we tell ourselves that because I'm going to forgive this person, it's a free pass. It's cool. It's all good. And then I betray myself. What about my hurt? What about the things I had to do to feel better? But that's not it. And I learned in my journey that in order for me to honor myself, to love myself, to have peace, I have to forgive. I have to put it down. I have to put those chains down in order to live a more peaceful life. The last 
topic I wanted to talk about in forgiveness is self-forgiveness. I am my own harshest critic. I can tell you right now. And I think a lot of us, most of us, we judge ourselves so harshly. We are not as forgiving to ourselves as we are towards others. And I'm very hard on myself with everything, every aspect of my life. I'm super critical, super judgmental. And a question that I use often, quite frequently, is would I speak to a loved one in the way I would speak to myself when it comes to forgiveness? Would I reject forgiveness as quickly for a loved one as I reject it quickly for myself? And the person that I always think about, number one is my son, Santiago. As you know, I have uh, my five-year-old son, which he's amazing. He's just my little ray of sunshine that is growing up too fast. And so I always think about that. I think, Laura, would you, would you judge Santiago so harshly or not forgive him as quickly as you don't forgive yourself? Of course not. I would say it's okay, son. It's a part of learning. We're meant to make mistakes. It's part of life. It's a part of learning. It's okay. But then I don't give myself that speech and that was really eye-opening for me. And that's something I do to catch myself because it's not going away. Let me tell you, it won't go away, but I'll get quicker at catching it. So I do catch myself and I ask myself those questions. Okay. Would you speak to Santiago in this way when it comes to forgiving yourself for a mistake for something that happened? Because I'm not perfect. I've messed up a lot too. We've all messed, have messed up. We've all made mistakes. And so it's really important to show grace too when you're forgiving that we all make mistakes and it's a part of learning. It's just when we all have our own personal, I wouldn't want to say forgiveness bandwidth, more of the amount of grace we can give with the forgiveness to where you made a mistake, your significant other makes a mistake. It's cool. I forgive you. But there, we all have our own limits to where if something happens, okay, I'll forgive, but I can't reconcile. And I can't speak for anybody but my own self. And so I have things that if a loved one, if things happen, forgiveness right there, we're right there. Forgive you. Let's Let's keep going. Let's reconcile. But there are things, and those are all personal things. Obviously, I'm not going to share them here with you, but things that I can't reconcile from that. There's no reconciliation. There's forgiveness, but separate ways. We're each going to go our own separate ways. And it's okay to have that too. Don't feel bad. And for a long time, I would judge myself and say, Laura, really, you would not reconcile that. And you're not perfect. And give myself this imposter syndrome talk. Like, how dare you feel this way? But then I thought, I have my own limits too, as far as I will forgive, but there is no reconciliation from there. Everybody's just going to go their own ways. And I wish you the best in your life and let's learn the lesson. Let's move on. And that's pretty tricky too. That's something that I still struggle with too. Being really forgiving of myself, of having that limit, if we will the limit of these are the things that I will forgive and a friend or significant other, et cetera, et cetera. I'll forgive these things. We're all human. We make mistakes. I'm not perfect. Let's work on it. And there's other things that, okay, this is really hurtful. I 
don't think we can reconcile from here and we each got to go our own ways, take care and that's it. And so just being really graceful with that too. And as I mentioned, it wasn't until what I'm 33 at 33 years of age this summer, I really started practicing forgiveness at a serious level to where I really had to go deep within myself and have those hard moments. It's hard, guys. It's not easy. I'm not an expert at it. I'm not, I don't think I ever will be an expert. It's just something that we continuously have to practice and be graceful with ourselves. But I, I'm certain of this is that if we don't choose forgiveness, then it's pretty much guaranteed that resentment will be harbored. And that's something that I wouldn't want to wish on anybody. It is a really sad, dark place to be at. And it is, it was a really sad chapter in my life that I look back and I think, thank goodness I'm not there anymore because it was really rough. And it takes a lot of courage to admit that I'm sitting here thinking, okay, everybody's going to know this now, but I feel like when we give light to something, shame can't survive. And so I'm pouring light and love and forgiveness toward myself for feeling that way and telling myself, Laura, I'm so sorry that you felt resentment and it's okay that you're doing better today than you were three years ago, four years ago. And I want to tell you that today, if you're listening and you find yourself in a situation to where you think, I don't know if I have an ounce, if I have a little millimeter of forgiveness in my heart for this situation, I want to tell you that I was there. And it could feel motivating when you're trying to set goals and prove them wrong and show them how much better you are. But ultimately, the question becomes, who are you living for? Are you living for yourself? Are you making these choices for your own, using yourself as your own motivation? Or are you solely basing it on that? on those feelings of anger and resentment because it's not sustainable. It will lead to more sadness and sorrow and dwelling on it. And I feel for you because I've been there, my dear friend, I've been there where you just, it's a shock that you can't even imagine it happening. You're in denial. I can't believe it. And then there's this well, they're moving on. Life seems cool. What about me? I have to pick up the pieces and I have to do all this work, but I don't want to give up my power to forgive because then what will happen? I don't know what will happen, the uncertainty of it, but I can tell you that by choosing forgiveness, as in John 8:36 says, the son he set us free and we will be free indeed. You can choose freedom. It's right there. You can choose it. And the second you choose it, let me tell you that all those feelings of heavy burden of sorrow will lessen, will go away. And 
this chapter will not last forever. It's not meant to last forever. This season is meant to last for you to learn the lesson, to apply the lesson, and to get stronger because there is resilience. Resilience is always on the other side of pain and sorrow. And so I tell you, my dear friend today, to choose forgiveness. Choose it because it's liberating. It's putting it down, surrendering, and having that feeling of, I don't have to carry that with me. And that in itself has been a motivation for me. Thank you all so much for your support. And if you stuck through the whole episode listening today, I really sincerely appreciate it. It was wonderful just sitting down and getting some time to record this um, because I'm a little busy. As you all know, I do work in the education system, but what I'm also doing is getting myself ready for a powerlifting meet. I am super excited. So I am If all goes well, everything goes good, and I stay healthy, I am planning to do a powerlifting in April, so I'm extremely excited. I'm just so thankful to be back into it, to be back into training. It's something I have dearly, 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 dearly missed, and so I'm really excited. I've been busy with that, too, and right now I am on vacation, which is really awesome, and so I'm hoping to get more episodes recorded, and even when I go back as well from vacation, because I know that there is someone out there. I just I just know it deep in my heart. And I like to believe that someone out there is going to benefit from hearing even one little thing. And for me, even if it's that small piece, even if just, just hearing me out today, just hearing out the perspective means the world to me that you took time out of your busy life to sit down, to listen to the message, to gain another perspective, to have an open mind and and an open heart with it. It makes everything so worth it. It makes me sharing my story, putting it out there even more worth it. And it makes everything that I've gone through to be here at this point, it makes it very much worth it as well. Take really, really good care, guys. I love you all so much. And we will see you on the next episode. Bye.